welcome to town. Uh, I just gotta go pick up my kids down. Uh, we're gonna take them out to see the ball game. It's gonna be wicked. It's gonna be real wicked. Is this a uh, boss, Julie? Yeah. Uh, Voice and Julie. I just gotta go get my car, and then we'll be down by the park. And we'll—it's just gonna be wicked, man. You gonna—you gonna get anything to drink on the way? Just gonna get a water. You're not, you're not stopping at any uh. What? Any any, ca any coffee place? Oh yeah, I gotta. Well, first and foremost, I gotta get my donkeys. <laughs> I don't talk to me unless I got my donkeys. Uh, welcome back to uh, why do people back. like Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, don't talk to me till I have my donkeys. A food and beverage uh, criticism show <laughs> where we examine the uh, oh. the laws and regulations around. No, this is why do people like anime? anime. You fool, anime bozo. <laughs> And uh, sorry we've been gone. I was just like Julie so was very sick, sick last week. And, and like if you thought John coughing on the pod, which I tried to edit out a lot of that, but like that was definitely a lot. I was like, I couldn't get a word out like without coughing. Yeah. So we just had to postpone and that kind of sucked because like we were trying to do this whole like Halloween. Talk about a nice weekend, huh, fellas? Ha ha, ball and chain. Oh, the old ball and chain. The old ball and chain. Couldn't talk to me. I hate that, by the Boy. way. Boy. Where did that come from? What, the ball and chain? Yeah, like referring to your oh, wife as the ball and chain. <laughs> it's like, have you seen the, uh, there's like a comic strip that's like, I hate my wife. And it's like a comedian being like, I hate my wife. And then everyone's, everyone's just cheering. like clapping and yeah. laughing and cheering. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, I feel like. Hey, just at the top of the show, this week uh, we watched Wicked City. And if you're not familiar, this is like a very adult anime and uh, we are going to touch on topics that might be uncomfortable for some listeners. Specifically regarding uh, uh, S.A., as, yeah. the, as they say, on and, uh, and the R word. Yeah. So if that's not for you, like, but that is okay. You can totally skip this one. Just wanted to get that out of the way, like, before we so I'm probably gonna start talking too much I about it. I am probably going to say those words at some point. Yeah, it might slip out. So, like, you know, uh, this, was a, this was a heavy one, almost bordering on hentai in my mind. But we're going to talk about that. If you don't want to listen to us talk about that. Mom, if you're listening to this one, don't listen to this Mom, one. Mom, don't listen to this <laughs> don't one. Don't listen to this one. Listen to the Pokemon Please. one. What? Listen to the Pokemon one. You can listen to Dragon Ball Z. We talked about that. You know, really, Doraemon. You know, Doraemon. You can go back and, and find Doraemon colon find the... Wicked City. <laughs> yeah, but this one was unexpectedly a little more intense than we thought it was going to be. So that'd be really. I feel like that'd be a good Doraemon movie if they like put him in like a scary anime. I don't know. Or like, uh, what was the one? Seems off-brand. Doraemon colon Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo. <laughs> Doraemon versus Tokyo Ghoul. I feel it's like. It's just like him like, ah! I'm sure that's probably been done. Probably yeah. like Paranoia Agent got, gets the closest to that kind of idea of like scary yeah, the, cute thing. Scary cute thing is like evil. Scary evil cute thing. I'm sure it's been done. How's At your... this point, I'm starting to think everything's been done in anime. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm cynical about anime, but I, I I am certainly noticing a lot of like the the shared tropes and the shared you know commonalities and themes and. What I'm noticing is anything goes. 
Truly anything goes. Anything goes. goes. <laughs> uh, My intro, I was going to sing the Sonic R song, Living in the City. Oh. You know you have to survive. I, I had this that whole I this whole it's wicked bit in my head for like a week, so yeah. I appreciate you letting me get it out of my system. Would you rather have a Boston accent or a Southern accent? Uh, probably Boston. Really? Sorry, man. I mean, my family's from Boston, so it's it comes from a place of uh, respect and admiration. Like when my mom talks, it's like yeah, it's like I hear it. it I hear I, it come I like, out. I like your mom's accent. And it's a lot. endearing, you know. Not in a not in like a ha ha. It's like I'm like home. A, yeah. <laughs> um. So why do people like anime? It's a podcast where we <laughs> watch a lot of anime and we talk about it. It's very like you're like. Hey, friend, you should we do you wanna do you wanna watch this this anime that I've that I'm interested in? And your friend is like, eh, eh, eh. Typically and, your friend leaves. And then your they, friend is like, Yeah, I'm good, and they fall asleep during the sleepover. But like, we're the friends that watch it and then talk to you about it. Remember when you were the friend that fell asleep at the yeah, sleepover? No, this is where it all began, and you know, we're learning, we're evolving. That is what this podcast is all about. I only would, had a few would I have made it through this if we didn't have to? I don't know. I think I think probably. Oh, this no, this I seems like bailed. something I, I would have like maybe thrown on. Uh, this this was a little too uh, too intense for my ta- taste, and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. What, what did did you hear about this from some somewhere? Like, why did you want to watch I've, Wicked I've, City? It's just one of those things that I've like known about for some reason for a while. It's just been in your conscience. It's been in my conscience. So we have talked about uh, the creator of this movie also did Ninja Scroll, right? Yeah. Also, I uh, feel like both of these Vampire feel like- Vampire Hunter D. If we were like 20 in the 90s, these would be like pretty solid like VHS rentals. Yeah. Like this would be a good weekend. Yoshiaki Kawajiri yeah. is the creator and mastermind behind Wicked City. Um, but it was based off of- um, what a light novel oh i'm not sure to be honest i think i think there's like uh books behind this okay in some form <laughs> that makes sense which is i and and in part i feel like a lot of like the backstory is not really explained in the movie like you are kind of just thrown into it you're given like the basic tenets of knowledge to get you through the story but not like the the like why is what is the gun and how does that work and like why is the city like this and yeah. it's not like very establishing of like what happened in the timeline of this alternative Tokyo right yeah um, but so we're in alternative Tokyo we've got uh, two realms we've got the human realm we've got the demon realm and they're merged and uh, they've they, they've been coexisting for some time. Uh, separate of each other, enforced by the Black Guard, which is just sort of the the interdimensional police, <laughs> is, is how I saw it. Yeah. And uh, every couple years, they need to renew the treaty to keep the realms like at bay. Uh, and this, this, they've got a person on the Black Guard from the human side and a demon woman, Black Guard member. To protect a treaty, a treaty signer, right? And that's kind of the premise of, of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Before anything crazy happens. 
Got to protect the guy through the night. So clearly, I mean, I, I definitely got the feeling that like this is a, in, in a way I like that this is kind of like a small sliver of like a bigger world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's not like 2,000 years ago, the <laughs> demon king. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. descended on the earth and enslaved everybody since then and it's like you know it's like you're not getting like too much like you're it's uh the fantasy elements are integrated they're integrated and it's not overbearing or overwhelming or anything and uh i well for me like this also came out in 1987 yeah so there is a sort of uh this is old like this i don't know if this would fly these days true in, in sort of like what's being said and what's being shown yeah but, uh 1987 so you know take everything with a grain of salt these were choices made in a different time <laughs> yeah i mean think about the fact like this is almost 40 years ago oh yeah so chill out chill out <laughs> i mean i mean, <laughs> I mean like in, <laughs> not a, I, I just feel like you just gotta judge it uh, a little bit you gotta take it as it is because it's like sure you know maybe we know more now not that i'm not saying like if you know if this was there's some stuff that was not this is a negative experience for you obviously it's a valid point or whatever but you know um so before we like really dive into it what was your uh how'd you feel overall about it uh not good really You, you know what you know what it was uh is it was like really good looking and there were like horror elements that i was like ooh, this is really scary but it was giving me like when you watch like horror movies and you see something that you're like, God, I don't want to see this, you know? Yeah. Like, and it sticks with you a little bit and then you like can't scrub it from your brain. So like, I would equate this to my experience watching like the Saw movies where you're like, you, I'm like watching the Saw movie. I'm watching like the trap go off or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I hate this. <laughs> like I'm having this like visceral response to what I'm being seen. And in that regard, it's successful as a horror movie, which honestly don't, we don't always get that from anime. Like I feel like they lean into like ghouls and, 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 uh, goblins. Like, no, not goblins. <laughs> I was going to say goblins, but I was like, there's no goblins. It's like, uh, it's very like, thinking of monster by Kanye West, the Jay Z line. It's very like demons and ghosts and like, Japanese folklore legends. Monsters. Yokai. Yokai, sure. But but uh I find that I don't often feel like I'm like scared of it. I feel like I, like even in like Yu-Gi-Oh, you see like, ooh, scary monster, but it's Yeah, not really something something about it doesn't really translate as like, ah like which it is, doesn't like scare me, you know. Which is interesting because I mean, and granted this isn't like a genre of like video game that you love. But I also feel like Japan is like, and obviously like, you know, this takes place years after Wicked City and Lily Cat and stuff. But I feel like Japan's kind of like the masters of like the the horror video game. Okay. In the sense of like. Like what? Like the Silent Hill games. Mm, don't like those. Resident Evil. Not a fan. Um, and then, like, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. And then there's like Fatal Frame and like a bunch of other kind of like offshoots, Clock Tower. Um, so it's like they're, and it's like, and then obviously like, you know, Japan horror, uh, there's like a storied history of that too, Mm. where, you know, there's a lot of excellent horror movies from Japan 
um, that I intended to watch more of in this horror movie track, but yeah. hopefully I'll rectify that this week. Yeah, yeah, we're we've still got a ways to go. It's um, but I but I horror have, anime. I have like a a weird line between like. Like, I think the Saw movies are a great example where it's like, it's like, it's usually body horror, I think, is is where I start to feel like, I never wanted to see this, and I don't, it's like, I, I would have been good never seeing this. Straight gore. You know, like, like, see, like, uh, in, in like, the John Carpenter stuff, like, I'm thinking now of, like, the thing yeah. where it's like, the body rips open or something, and it's like obviously fake it's like something something about it is is like more fun and then there's like you know i think it's I think, impressive like effect wise it, yeah there's like there's like a difference between like an impressive effect and then like modern effects where like too real yeah like the skin is being ripped off or something like we also just saw the we just watched halloween ends yep and we we've seen we just watched the new the um, 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre Texas Chainsaw Massacre and both were like there were moments of like oh that's like excessively violent they got <laughs> they got kind of fucking mean yeah. in in a way that like i haven't seen in a horror movie in a minute where like the kills were pretty like gnarly yeah gnarly kills uh and it's interesting because in this like i didn't feel like there were many kills Right. But the the violence was really like intense. Like and and they showed it all. I think that's what I'm getting. It was a at. lot of it was a lot of sexual violence too, which is not typically not something you see a lot in like Western yeah. media in general. So like that being the element, it was right it was making me think about when um Human Centipede came out oh, yeah. and people were like that's disgusting. Like, this is like the most visceral and gross thing I've seen ever. And like, I've never seen it, but really? like, I, no, I've never seen oh, it man. because I like specifically avoided it because yeah. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm good. I remember it being like kind of goofy. Of course. I mean, and I feel like the, the second and third one are like, just like comedies. But there, it's one of those things that like, I don't want to think about it. And it, that I'm, I've talked about this on the show. Like, if I see something, I can't not can't see it. I can't it. unsee it, you know? Yeah. So, and I try to avoid those things because I think when I was watching the Saw movies as, like, a high schooler, I think that was, like, that, like, kind of fucked me up a little what, bit. What, uh, what kill got in your, it, what Saw kill got in your head? Uh, the, um, the razor blade cage. Oh, yeah. Was, like, something I never needed to see in my life. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> you know? Or, like, the needle pit. The needle pit? I never needed to see that. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you saying that now, I, I just, like... Sorry. It's just, like... No, it's okay. Like, we're talking about it. So, and, and it's, like... I think it's interesting, like, talking about horror, too, because it's it's one of those giant genres right. as well. It's like wrestling. Yeah, there's like there's like levels of it. There's like fun and goofy horror. There's like there's like B movie horror. There's super serious there's horror. There's like super intense serious horror. There's like real life horror like Right. You know. Uh Do you Here's a question. How do you feel about the el, the quote-unquote elevated horror like Midsummer or Hereditary? Uh, um I think that's like um 
manufactured. It's it's, it's like a whack term, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's the like, witch. I think it's like manufactured as to like kind of separate it from from the rest of horror. Like, yeah. oh, now we know. Like, now the modern horror, like genre that that's like highbrow or something yeah. all of a sudden but it's not like you watch hereditary you get to the end and it's just like any other hor- horror movie without spoiling it there's there's just some mind. uh some more it's just a creative camera angles it's just a different way of of filming yeah like, it's just stylized in my mind yeah um but, like get out just feels like a horror like obviously like there's social subtext but like just feels like a horror movie yeah well i think get out is kind of the exception but uh but i think it's it's good it's like an, it's yeah. like an evolution to include sort of like a wider audience well sure you i know mean what I'm, saying? I'm, like, I'm glad more people are seeing horror movies but it's at the same time it's like you know you had like the exorcist i think like, the get out i think get out shining. was like horror can be smart too you know it's not just for for dummies. Yeah, but horror's anymore. always been smart. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I think I'm just kind of circling. For sure. What do you think of Wicked the, City? No, what do you think of like highbrow? Um, what, what was the term you used? Uh, elevated horror. Yeah. What did you? What well, do you I, think? I I I mostly asked because someone asked uh, John Carpenter like what he thinks, and he's like, "The fuck is that?" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I've never heard that term. It sounds stupid." Yeah, I think that's always a good move to be like, explain it to me, to the interviewer. Yeah. Why don't you tell me what it is? And God, I'll tell you. I did this uh, I did this Coheed and Cambria interview that never came out. And I forget how it got there, but I um, I explained Gamergate to Claudio for oh. like, for like, a, it was like a good like three minute stream. <laughs> and then like the, it was like, I explained everything. He's like, wow, that sounds shitty. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move on. That was pretty much it. Um. I don't know. I mean, I uh, I've always liked horror. I always I always think like I think horror is always like uh, very reflective of the era it's made in, right? Mm. So a lot of the modern horror it has to do deal with like a lot of social issues that I think are kind of top of mind for a lot of people. Um, even like you know the '90s horror stuff that was sort of socially conscious. I think like it did it in a way that was was sort of. Uh, around the kind of issues that like the time that were sort of prescient like i'm thinking specifically of like like if you want i you know not to like not to put like two black horror movies against each other right but like uh we watched tales from the hood Mm -hmm. and so like a lot of the issues in that are obviously like way different from like get out which is like kind of like a newer one Mm -hmm. so it's like you know i I think i think movies are always gonna you know tackle issues or whatever i just think that like ultimately i think like a24 is just really good at like marketing you know yeah. what i mean where it's like i mean even like like i think euphoria is an a24 thing but it's like yeah, they've basically been, degrassi they've just, captured this like it's a hot new thing you know and it's gonna it's gonna be so good you know uh, yeah it's 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 made everyone feel like they're artsy when yeah. i you think know. i think there's something to that but i also think that they are putting out stories that aren't just like recycled old material yeah it's like at least they're throwing something new into the into the arena i mean you I'd, know? I'd love they're not to just s- remaking halloween for like the 15th time <laughs> i'd love to see like a, a good director do another like nightmare on elm street why not you know 
Um, but Wicked City. Getting- those, those things will always be loved, you know. Like, those things will always sell. It's like the original stories that I, I, I've all, I will always gravitate towards those because I want to know what it is. Right. Wicked City, I liked it. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was uh, something about, like, 80s anime, really. Um, just, like, the, the look of it, the overall kind of attitude of it. Um, it's very, I mean, obviously, you know, living in a different time and stuff. But <laughs> it's also, it's it's willing to, like, kind of, ex- like, see, like, kind of, like, what you can do with the form in a lot of ways, I feel like. And Wicked City definitely, oh, it was Bobby looking Dale. Bobby's looking Dale. Cat update. Bobby just jumped down from the cat to, tower to, to, clean give, Dale. to give Dale some sweet licks. Um, it's a rare moment. Yeah, I think I think a lot, it, you know, because like it seems like anime was just becoming more popular in that time. So it was like, you know, you had directors kind of exploring like, all right, well, what is like an adult? What can we do with like an adult focused anime, right? Like what can we kind of figure out? And in this case, it happens to be monsters personifying sexual fears and like the fear of sex and intimacy and sexual assault and all these things and um i think that it was successful in that and i think that the the monsters it created were very uh visceral and and creepy to this day like you know 40 years removed they still kind of you know give me like a weird weird spine tingle it gives you the heebie-jeebies definitely gives me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> i mean so right out of the gate we have taki who is like the 80s man businessman mafia Hero. type he's our main character for sure and uh he's he's finally getting laid by his girlfriend uh who's been sort of straight laced for a long time and he's like Finally, and you're like, wow, we're, we're watching two characters of sex. We're going All right. right into it. Okay, it's like, sets the tone for the whole thing because uh, the woman turns into a spider monster Yep. while while they're having sex. and Her legs tur- get like really narrow and look turn spidery yeah. as they're doing it. And she, uh, and, and she's got teeth, teeth in her vagina. And uh, that's, it's like, she is the vagina, like, monster, spider, woman, uh, succubus character. Yeah. And she's just like, right? It, and it's the first scene in the movie is uh, him almost losing his... Losing his life. Losing his he does, life he in does really lose hostile his, kind of way. His seed, though, because she steals his, uh, his yeah. semen. Yeah, she's like, I got what I came here for. Cool. And then scurries down the side of the building. Women, am I right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it sets up this like uh, sex monster right away, uh, which is like pretty terrifying. Not gonna lie. And then, and then they go into this like, what's going on? Why are the demons getting? so bold <laughs> yeah like you know? demons demons and humans have coexisted and there's some pact signed they set up this like the demon terrorists the are getting bold or whatever yeah. uh and uh when he goes to meet up with his his assigned partner taki is attacked by a, another bunch of like demon terrorists that 
really excellent fight scene. And he's got a yeah. gun. So, like, you know, the humans are obviously at a disadvantage because they don't have... Spider powers. Spider powers and demon abilities. You know, they can't... Yeah. Their, rib, their rib cages don't turn into... Vaginas. Vagina mouths. With teeth. With teeth. Um, <laughs> His partner, uh, Maki, comes in and saves the day, though. Yeah, Maki Taki shows up. Maki and Maki. Maki... Maki shows up and saves the day. She's got sweet, like, fingernails of death. Uh, and she's a beautiful woman. Her cover is that she's a model that everyone's jealous of. And I'm like, okay. He, he says some, like, <laughs> he's like, oh. He, he like, kind of, like, negs her. I forget what the line is, but, like. He's, he's like, like, no wonder everyone hates you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no wonder all the other women hate you. Yeah, it's like, all right, dude. Uh, so they, Maki and Taki are assigned to take care of this, like, old pervert, uh, treaty important guy. Uh, Myart, I think is his name. He's like a demon too, right? Uh, no, I thought he was just like, I thought he was just some guy. That I was thought he like, was also a... I, I mean, I don't know. He never really, oh, you know what? He might be. Yeah. Cause, uh, powers revealed, up a little later. He powers up a little later, right? Um, but he's just trying to get his uh, dick sucked and multiply them zeros. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like old and like he's like Yoda or something. Yeah, he's he's like the he's classic like, the like old standard. anime character. Uh, so you know, they're... imagine if Yoda was like trying to get like a horn dog, trying to get it in. Oh my god, that's basically <laughs> what it is, and you're like, ugh. That's weird. And so he's like constantly trying to get Maki and Taki to take him to like a love hotel or something. Yeah. And they're like, you cannot leave. You have to stay in these like barriered safe houses where the demons can't enter. Like, yeah. They're like, the psychic powers around this building are so strong. No demon can get in. So, of course, demons get in. And uh, the first assault of the movie happens. Yeah. Uh I will say, you know, like spoilers. Maki, Maki encounters a lot of uh, essay, you know, constant. It seems like. Yeah. All every battle that involves Maki eventually devolves in her being uh, uh, violated. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, it's like. I, one time, it's like, oh, okay. It that happens, was, uh, that yeah, what, the... three times in the movie, I, I think? I mean, I would say four, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into it. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy <laughs> how more how much more common it was. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the anime we've seen, um, sometimes, the I mean, usually when it brushes with it, it's like, I don't know. This guy is so bad that he's about to I mean the worst example is like Sword Art Online. Yeah. But like I'm thinking also of like Perfect Blue when she's like filming like the like she as an actress is like filming the scene. Yeah. But it like kind of takes like a, a toll psychologically and it's like obviously like that whole movie it's like the uh the line between art and uh reality not no yeah. longer existing. I try to avoid using the code orange lyric there <laughs> I, I swerved through it but i just feel like uh wicked city kind of like 
misses the uh doesn't take it, it seriously it kind of swerves away from it like like the perfect blue example is interesting right because like it kind of takes an account like what the this woman is feeling in this scenario yeah whereas maki is violated again and again in like worse and worse ways and they kind of brush it off as like well she is a demon so she's kind of, she's basically she's like i'm fine it. you know like yeah she's this happens all like it was almost like this happens all the time like oh this is so right. awful but but she's strong or like whatever um because like you know th- it happens once it's like pretty light the next time it happens it's full-on tentacles like was not ready for that. That was the thing that I was like, ah, I wish I never saw this. <laughs> was that our was that our first uh, tentacle uh sexual, violation sexual tentacle experience in an anime? Uh I think we got close once, but this was definitely the this was like couldn't you couldn't say it wasn't. To There's be definitely honest. yeah, this is like legitimate tentacle <laughs> tentacle action. Porn. It's so it's so funny to me that that's like a basically a subgenre in anime hentai adult entertainment it's so crops up in like video games uh like part of me is like let's psychoanalyze this and then part of me is like let's not (laughs) you know what i mean there's like that there's like that famous painting right like like, really old oh yeah like um the the uh the woman i don't want to call it silkscreen but those like giant woodcut things or whatever yeah so it's like it's not a woodcut so it's in like the it's in like the cultural like sort of knowledge or whatever that like that imagery yeah somewhere along the line like that became like a tantalizing thing whereas like americans have feet or something you know what i mean right there's a cultural divide there (laughs) for sure yeah maybe 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 uh maybe the western audience just hasn't discovered you know because i'm sure there's plenty of people on the western side of things that also have like a tentacle fetish well sure but i'm sure well, you know uh, i'm trying not, to cover my bases well there's but, no like american media typically that that dives into that i, I that imagine really, it's like shows that it's all like you know kid, mostly anime right? people getting into anime um i don't know how to like broach this or whatever but so like there's there's a lot of sex in this um a lot and it's like yeah, I think it's played to be titillating, right? Yeah, that is the thing, right? Because I, I think this is like maybe like one of like the first um, uh, anime we've seen where there's kind of like full like nudity sex scenes. Yeah, in a way that's like sort of verges on like the line of like coming close to like hentai stuff. Right. Um, I I briefly read because uh, I was I was genuinely curious. Uh, from a historical lens, okay, like what like the timeline of like hentai versus anime looked like, and so, uh, from what I read, uh, hentai in its uh paper like comic form mm-hmm. sort of hit a peak in like the late seventies, and there was like a um okay, I think in like the late eighties there was like a a sort of boom for having um like i call a spade a spade like big boobed like 
adult women, right? Right. Because, like, I think, like, in the early 80s, there's, like, the advent of, like, Lolicon and shit like that. Okay. Um, so, like, this kind of, this, this was sort of timed at the same time that that was sort of happening. And there wasn't a lot of animation happening from what I discerned. Right. Um, so this was like one of like the because this was all hand drawn. Yeah, totally. There's there's no like simplifying what you're watching. <laughs> like somebody right. had to draw all these scenes out uh, where she's you know being being violated by the tentacle monster yeah. and like being gang raped in the dungeon. You know, like you, you pretty much see everything. You pretty much see everything, and it's a lot to watch. Do you see a penis in the movie? Um. No, I don't think so. It's I mean, the... I think the closest you get is that tentacle yeah. situation. Uh, and I, when we watched it, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Naked. Yeah. I mean, the old the old man finally, but it but it's it's simultaneously like, tan, like, like it's like happening. You're seeing like the full woman, like the, like everything's happening. You're seeing it all, but. Then something like really gross happens too. Yeah. Like even when the the old man finally gets to his love hotel, she like melts and like he's absorbed into her because she's like into her a demon. boob. And like he's like literally like completely absorbed into her her boob. Yeah. Um. It's pretty it's, gnarly. It's simultaneously like I'm seeing a naked woman and I'm seeing like something really grotesque at the same time, which I think is the point. Right. Um. I could have done without the last scene. It's where all it's like the last scene is probably. I mean, well, the second to last scene, where it's yeah, like right. the 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 group situation is probably like the most like yeah. heinous and unnecessary. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but this like unlocked a memory in my head of uh, going over to my friend's house as a kid, and he had Leprechaun Three. Okay, I don't know if I've told the story. I might have. But there's, like, a scene where, like, this guy, like, wishes, I think, for, like, hot women to have sex with. Okay. And so these two, like, you know, these two ladies show up. And it was, like, it was the first time I saw, like, a boob, I think, in a movie. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, they're sort of having sex, but then, like, they, like, kill them because they're robots and they blow up. But I remember we were watching it and he, like, my friend kept rewinding, like, right <laughs> before that part. So we, like, just saw that section before the boob. So it's it's you know, it's always it's funny as like a kid. That's the thing though. It's like when you avoid like the the scary part. Is like you're actually watching her get fingered or something. Yeah. You're like you're like, okay, this is like actually sexual. Like we're right. actually watching something kind of pornographic right now. You know. Yeah. Uh. And so you're like, am I conflicted about this? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. On my end, I'm like, yeah. But, like, again, made in the late 80s. Yeah, no, like, totally. I mean, the it's... audience was totally different. Like, the point of the story is kind of bigger than, like, all of the sex stuff. But then it's like, did we need all the sex stuff? Maybe a little bit, but, like, was part of it, like, leaning into this, like, horrific, you know... Right. This... <laughs> I think the first video that comes up if you're looking up like wicked city reviews is like the anime your mom didn't want you to watch yeah no this is like so there's that element to it too the like this is this is like if you if you watch this at your parents house guaranteed 
Your mom by, is walking in. Your on, mom is going to walk in <laughs> on something on every scene that has any kind of sexual content. It's yeah. just the, them's the rules. But it's inundated with it, so like, yeah, so well, can you really avoid there's it? There's no way. Um, I mean, the main problem was like getting into spoilers uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> is that you know, mock uh, talk? What's his name? Taki. Taki uh, falls in love with Maki. Like this was. This was like pretty obviously gonna happen. Pretty quick. Pretty, and he falls for her. She's beautiful, you know. He's, you know, the stud. Yeah, he's he's the, the hot detective. De- detective James Bond. Sure. Uh, Talky Bond. He he, you know, leaves his post to go save her in in Demon Hell, where she's just gonna be. Uh, a male pleasure item for all of eternity or something. And so he goes and he saves her, which, you know, makes them both big fired uh, from the black guard for leaving their post. Uh, And then, and then my problem is like, she's not traumatized by this experience at all because she has (laughs) sex with Taki, right? She wants to keep going. (laughs) Um, It's like, Yeah. And then once again, we're like, well, she's a demon. It's like, what? it's like you're just trying to put it together any way you could. And it just, she is so, uh, she's so like on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's, she's got no agency whatsoever. No. Um, she exists in this movie to, to get be, assaulted. Yeah. And to be the love interest. Yeah. No, it's it's um in that respect I'm a little like Yeah, I think um like C plus, you know. <laughs> I don't I do not think sexual assault was taken seriously whatsoever by uh by the creators. By the creators. I mean in 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 a lot of media of like that time and you know onto the 90s and stuff. Um it just seemed it, it's like the ramifications of those things I don't think ever crossed like anyone's mind anyone's mind i mean you know i can imagine this is probably a mostly male you know writing staff that kind of thing yeah um (laughs) you know so it's like i I feel like uh sexual assault was just like used as like a plot device and you know a lot of this media i mean yeah like i think you know in, in cases like perfect blue it's used um it's you know there are actual questions being asked there's actual like effects and you know, like, I think, like, a bigger point to it. Yeah. But I also feel like this kind of stuff was not only made, but, like, released in, like, kind of a vacuum. Like, the people that were getting this movie and the people, like, the sort of release of this movie was not ever hitting, like, general audiences. You Like, yeah. this this felt super underground or something. And, and, like, I think that was part of it is, like, it's so edgy because they didn't take into account like any sort of like review of it. Kinda, it's <laughs> you like, know? It, it, I feel like there's some media that it just feels like you're not supposed to watch it and like, yeah. a, in like kind of like a cool way where it's like, you know, this is like a, I don't you, think they were thinking about secretive. what are people going to think about this? You know, they, yeah. they were just, they had the ability to make it anime it. and release it and that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. There, it was just what if there were sex demons, you know? <laughs> like that that seemed like kind of the premise. Right, like how do we how do we make like a sex demon anime and what can we include and how do we make that happen and stuff? Um I mean, I don't know. Like I what? I uh I don't think it's like the mo- <laughs> I feel like my overall opinion on this is like it no, it is not like the most sensitive uh thoughtful thing ever <laughs> i've ever seen on any metric <laughs> but you know i mean i, I feel like it, it definitely laid the groundwork for future stuff i was gonna say but is it cool <laughs> uh, i mean you, so freaking yo, cool, you know you pull out that matrix it's uh, uh i feel like this is like cool freakers no i think this is like cool surface what because it's not like that like well because like, in my mind freaker means like you really have to like kind of think about i i don't think What's it's being said i don't think here. it's all the way on surface but like i think it's like well let's talk about the very ending though like what did you think of the sort of twist or whatever oh like what the old man was like the so they were it, the the twist is that taki and maki were genetically created to be able to create a new life that is both human and demon and this is going to bridge the gap between the two worlds. And, uh, you know, Maki is instantly pregnant from them oh. having their love connection. And, yeah. and and the baby being made of pure love or whatever uh, is going to save humanity. I didn't really. Humanity. I didn't really give a shit at that point. You were over it. <laughs> I was like, I mean, like, it's like the movie kind of ends, I feel like, when Taki rescues Maki. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the end of, like, the... And and then, like, they have sex. Like, that's, like, the end of the movie. But then it keeps going, and it's kind of, like, I... I mean... You were checked out. I mean, yeah, I was checked out, and, like, I, you know, the, the demon-human plotline didn't really... I mean, it's interesting to me in the sense that, like, it creates these character designs and kind of reality where <laughs> there's, like, sexual monsters and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's it's, like... You know, in in a self-contained movie, it's like, what is that? What does that add to them being uh, in love? Like, what more does that add to like the situation of those characters that them having sex and being in love like didn't have already? Well, it puts into question like the reality of the, their feelings, no, <laughs> or the validity, no, like, like uh, it puts into question the idea of destiny, right? Like. If you're created for an intended purpose and you fulfill that purpose, is that is that like orchestrated and now you feel weird about it and like you feel played or something? Like if you play out something that you were supposed to do, but then like can you even deny your real feelings about that destiny, you know? Like if you do really love that person, like this is the idea like your destiny is with this woman, right? We've completely orchestrated it so that you're going to get with her. Uh, and you do. You've totally fallen in love. But, like, once you realize that you've been playing your part on this on the stage, uh, do you still end up having the feelings? It's a little too late to ask To ask the big questions like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it sets it up way, it brings it up way too late, right? It's like, it's like if you're doing like a book report and then like at the end of it, it's like, but like, what is God? <laughs> like, after And it really you... brings into the question, what is God and what is your destiny? Yeah, it's like, you know. It's like, okay. dude, we just watched like demons being like splattered and these like epic fight scenes and so much sexual activity that uh my brain is goo well it's like you're you're watching something that isn't it tries to become something it's not at the end or it ends it in a you know it just feels like very yeah i mean i'll I'll sort of go back to my previous statement where it's like i don't think that it adds anything that i mean there's there is like this bigger question i guess but at the same time it's like i don't know if it's this is like the right like playing field for that kind of questioning Mm. or if it's or if it is effective whatsoever because of how little time you're given to like digest any of that yeah you know what i mean where it's like it's it's so laser focused on the the two of them that's any sort of like world uh creating questions or like world uh related scenarios conspiracy yeah, like the whole like it's like the there's only three characters in the movie, like I know there's more, but they're realistically, the, they're the central characters. Realistically, yeah. there's like very few players, you know. Uh, so the idea, like, I feel like if there was some like grand conspiracy to like get them both to fall in love, there would have to be sort of backstory and like maybe. And I feel like there probably could have been, you know, because we could have skipped some of the sexual stuff and put in that, you know, this could have been a mob movie with no demon action, you know, but it's not. It's what it is. Right. It's, uh, yeah, I kind of felt like my brain was mush afterwards and, (laughs) and I'm like, would I ever watch it again? No, (laughs) I would not. Uh, I might watch it again. I would never. I would not. And I wouldn't want to show it to anybody. You wouldn't show. But that's just. That's just me. You wouldn't show it to your kids. N- no, <laughs> God no. <laughs> would you rather show this or Hellraiser to your to your <laughs> oh Hell, Hellraiser all day, Daddy? <laughs> what are the pleasures of the flesh? <laughs> that's what I want. I still, I still have like that whole that whole scene in my head. Yeah, man. Um. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have, you got someone's gotta like shine the flashlight and figure out where the fucking wall of the cave is. You know what I mean? You gotta figure out what the fucking line is on this stuff. Yeah, how, how, like, where, how deep does the cave really go? You know, you gotta have someone make fucking solo or you know, some like uh, what blood sucking <laughs> solo? Like what the, is that? Forget like <laughs> what, um what nationality that movie is but it's like there's like a lot of like sexual assault and like torture and stuff that takes place in the movie and it looks really real in a way that's like pretty you know jarring jarring yeah i just in my opinion if you're gonna put our word into your movie or your show it's gotta be for the right reasons. I was gonna say a good reason, but not even that. It's just Italian. it's gotta yeah. be for the right reasons. 
because uh, nothing turns me off like from watching something than like watching a character be be assaulted <laughs> like that yeah it's not for me it's not what i it's it's not edgy it's not cool to me it just i just hate it it just makes me hate it just makes me hate it like i'm sorry but was this movie good I, kind of <laughs> i kind of was good i yeah it looked amazing that 80s anime just palette and I mean, like the way that like the characters, like the faces and like their 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 design. I I don't know. It's like so. Uh, it's just really good. Um, and then obviously, like you know, later when the director would do like Ninja Scroll, it's like that. I f- I feel I feel very similar to that in in that in this, and maybe that's from like a, a perspective of you know living in current time, but um, <laughs> present day in present day present time. <laughs> ha 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 of john's wearing a cereal i am lane shirt I'm, right I'm now i'm rocking the lane shirt <laughs> he's leaned into it i had, I, I had we, to explain okay, we, we went out to dinner tonight and uh our friend asked john what is cereal experiments lane about and i just i was like yeah john what is it about i think i i think i i did, did a pretty okay. good like two sentence explainer i think you like weren't ready for the question no i mean it's it's like i yeah you're like where do i start i mean basically <laughs> Yeah, it was um, pretty good. Good moment. It's just like a, a a very specific style in a way that you know I think is really uh very good looking. You just don't see it anymore. What's the best looking anime we've seen this year? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Big O. Big, Cyberpunk. Big O. Maybe. Ergo Proxy. Uh, Second I don't know. Lies. I don't know. We'll have to save that for the year end review. We should do like we should do like categories maybe. No, we should do just the the list. No, we should do one episode that's categories and one episode that's like the the ranking. Well, I don't know what do you, what do y'all think? What what do you want? I I love I love year end content. Love that. Year I love content. I love like best albums of the year lists. I love like video game your, your lists. Top top listened. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff is so fun. Even as like a kid, like I would always read like a. Uh, game spots like video games of the year i feel like our generation is the first generation that gets like our stats reported <laughs> at the end of the year it's yeah, like probably. you watched you saw 500 movies at the alamo draft house it's like what yeah. how's that even possible or like you know you you listen to ten thousand hours of music this year yeah sort of related to this but um also this week while watching this dark. Uh, and specifically because like the guy goes to a soap land, which is like I, I believe like a kind of like brothel Japan situation. Mm-hmm. Related to that, I watched this documentary on mm. host clubs. Um, like the it's basically where you can sort of like simulate like uh, going out on a date with like a beautiful man or woman if it's a hostess club, um, and it was very. It was such a strange documentary and, and like sort of exploring like the psyche of that and like the women who do it and like the men who um, are like hosts and stuff. Where did you watch it? Uh, it's on YouTube. Um, it is called. Duh, 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 duh. There's also a really good Vice one if you. 
Um, want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, if you search that up, uh, this this documentary is called The Great Happiness Space Tale of an Osaka Love Thief. Oof. Um, Good title. And so it's like, uh, I don't know. I felt I felt very, that maybe was like the most like disturbing thing I've seen in the last like two months just on like a, on like the psychological level of, you know, where all your relationships with women and then also you know men basically like they become like this commodified yeah like sort of some simulacra of reality but then also like um most of the women who went to the host clubs and stuff work in like the um the the soap lands and the cabaret clubs and work Mm. in some form or the other of sex work Mm. so it's like interesting so it's like this weird kind of cycle of like dealing with john's all day and then and then you know going to a host club to to um, like have a relationship to have a relationship and and be paid attention to and stuff that's wild yeah Uh, i recommend people go see it because it's you know it's very fascinating and i don't know that that always kind of stood out to me as like a weird or like an aspect of japan i didn't quite understand and stuff Mm -hmm. um i don't know yeah, it's almost like it's it's almost like compartmentalized like the parts of a relationship, like the the sexual attraction, the lusting, the, right? Yeah, the the, the cause being, isn't isn't there like places you can go cuddle with people? To, yeah, like, there's pay like to the, just cuddle the or cuddle cafes and stuff, or like rent a girlfriend. You know, like that kind of exists. You know, yeah, uh, I can understand like the thinking behind a lot of those things, and I I just don't know if um I don't know if it's gonna work. You know, I don't know. I yeah, I, I don't know what the kind of ram- future ramifications of like that sort of commodifying of everything will be. I don't. Yeah, I don't know because it's like I understand it because like on one hand it's like I think from what I've heard from like younger people that I know and sort of like what I read online is just like you know it seems like younger people feel more lonely and like disassociated from one another more than ever in the sense that like your only avenue to like dating someone is, is through like an app, Mm -hmm. which is very depersonalizing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you only see one side of a person and stuff. So it's like, you know, I mean, if you're like a, I don't know if you're not like the most attractive guy, but you have like a, you know, you're, you have a good vibe and a good sense of humor and stuff before it's like, yeah, that wouldn't really be a problem or whatever. But now it's like, you know, there's, there's different hurdles that people face and shit. So it's like, yeah, I don't know how you force people to meet. Yeah. Here's how you do it. I'll tell you. (laughs) Public screenings of Wicked City. If you, no, if you have, if you have a single friend, you have to help them meet people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean you have to. I mean, if if you're, if you have two single friends, just that could even potentially be like the instigator should not always have to be a, a freaking app like if, if you should just introduce them and just try just be like you guys should just try to date just try you know i'm glad i met you before app world took over yeah same but it's also like if you're not in sort of like an environment where you're meeting people all the time i.e like college or school or whatever it's gonna be really hard to like run into to people that you might like interact with in any sort of like regular capacity yeah unless you're like 
going to a club like all like every weekend or like going to fucking bingo every night you know it's like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) totally um wicked city what do you think why why did why do people like wicked city john it's fucking weird it's like a weird it's weird shit listen imagine imagine you're like you know the year is 2000 you call up your friend and you're like yo i got this fucked up movie we gotta this shit is fucked up yo dude. It's, it's a fucking cartoon but there's like tits, bro bro you Wait invite your it is fucked up you invite your friend over you smoke a lot of weed you order like two dominoes you get a 24 pack of bud light <laughs> I, I i just think no I, I don't think it's a beer night i think it's just like a weed and pizza night no i i'm saying all right you're 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 going there right? all right you're getting, you're getting fucked, fucked up, up. You're watching this fucking crazy movie that you don't remember the next day. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, I think, like, the, the monster design and, and everything clearly has, like, a... <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there are a lot of, like, sex-themed or sex-sort-of uh, designed-inspired creatures in a lot of modern anime media. I do think that Wicked City was actually kind of scary. Yeah, and and I think it, it's one of the only scary anime that we've watched. Like it definitely like left me with that like didn't feel right feeling. <laughs> Did it scare me as much as Ergo Proxy in the game show part when they point no, to right. Proxy Zero? Yeah, no that no that that was unsettling. Yeah. in a different type of way. This is un- this is also kind of unsettling. I'm, I'm getting uh, my whole body is feel, feel my arm. You getting the goosebumps? Feel, feel, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about the, it. The hair is standing yeah. straight up. Just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. I I didn't like it either. Uh, yeah, it's like that's what you want yeah. out of our movie. You want that like kind of weird can't, like can't stop thinking about it feeling. Yeah, you know what? It's like I don't know what it is, but I feel like the things that have like freaked me out the most in in like a media are like that. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, or at least like that, like illicit immediate like goosebumps are that. And then, uh, in Lost Highway, mm. when the guy's at the party and like that really creepy guy walks up and he's like, "I'm also in your house." Yeah, go yeah. ahead, You're call like, me. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> You're he, like, that ain't right. Yeah. Something, yeah. Something about like, uh, there being some sort of hidden knowledge that. You're aware that you don't know what that hidden knowledge is, but it's mm. like right in front of you. That's interesting. Something about that. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the where horror gets interesting. But then, then there's the sort of like uh, gets your heart rate up horror where yeah. you're like, ah, shit's about to happen. You know, you're like about to see it. You know, it's like a roller coaster. There's that type of horror. That's what I qualify as like fun horror where it's like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Man. Man. You know, what? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. The guy. Uh, Weatherface. <laughs> like the, that guy is like, you know, he's getting on the bus. You're like, everybody's dead on the bus. Yeah. We're about to see like a lot of fucking blood or something. Yeah. I would agree. You know. It's all about playing with expectations, I think. And that's yeah. and just to really go full circle here, I think that's where like Get Out and A24 is like leaning into 
is like there's there are the expectations of horror and like how do we how do we like turn those in an unexpected way wicked city definitely unexpected did not think that's where we were going when we watched it yeah but we did it we did watch the whole thing yeah i hate the idea of elevated horror no i mean (laughs) all right notable notable art horror movies in recent years Uh, i'll just i'll just give them a a a rating out of 10 okay um all right instantly let's go from all right so this is the wikipedia let's go from 2000 that we've seen maholland drive 10 10 uh pan's labyrinth 10 uh Coraline. 10 uh black swan five <laughs> really okay i don't know uh the babadook uh six yes i give it a six it follows 10 the witch uh like a seven neon demon uh five give it a nine shin godzilla uh nine yeah raw six get out 10 hereditary one (laughs) i i i notoriously hated hereditary by the way uh annihilation uh eight give it a nine mandy ten (laughs) midsummer five the lighthouse uh six (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I give, it, I give it like a five or six. Uh, and then so I mean, you know, seen, I mean they're good movies, but like, I are is they, that really like the elevated horror? Like, is is the witch like that different from like fucking Nosferatu or like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's some stuff on the list that I was like in the beginning where I was like ten, ten. I was like maybe that is elevated horror. Like, it's kind of like that perfect blue air, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, perfect blue is elevated would be, horror. Would be a ten. Yeah. It's on that list. It's that. It's like, it's like the horror movies you want your friends to watch because you like these are like different. Maybe that's what. Fuck it is. you! We're watching Slaughter High. <laughs> yeah. All what, right. What do you prefer? Wait, before we stop, because you know I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. So do sorry. I... What do you prefer? Do you fr- prefer the like elevated horror? Or do you prefer like just schlock, or is there some in between? I, th- I mean, I think they they activate different parts of. Uh... I think I think typically I am usually. Uh... Here, I'll give you a scenario. Okay. It's Friday night. It's it's nine thirty. So okay. you know we're we're like clocked in for the night. Uh, what are you putting on? I would probably go to like a schlock fest over like a thinker. All right. It's, it's a Tuesday. You've had a hard day. Uh, we just ordered takeout. What are you putting on? Um, class of 1998. You're putting schlock on. I mean, like I, I'll say like, I'm usually, I have to be in the right headspace okay, for Saturday brunch. <laughs> Sa- like Saturday, like afternoon, I- I'm probably more likely to put on like a fucking weird one. Yeah. Because it's like I don't have anything else to do. I can kind of like clear my mind. Usually, if it's like if it's like the start of the weekend, I I usually just want to fucking decompress. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Try not to think too hard about it. Yeah, I mean, I I remember we watched Green Room on like a Saturday afternoon. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. Um. Now Thank is the time you. to head to. <laughs> 
iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. And if you like this episode, drop that five-star review. Yeah, thanks for listening. What a segue. What a segue. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at whydopeoplelikeanime at gmail.com. Or if you're uh, feeling wicked and you want to check in with us on Instagram, uh, Instagram is whydopeoplelikeanime. I was going to do the Boston thing again. But uh, not feeling it anymore. I'm feeling it. <laughs> and uh, Get know, in my donkeys. I'm feeling it. We, we're going to try to catch up Microprocessors. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Microprocessors. We're, we're going to try to catch up is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll record another episode tomorrow. There will be four episodes of, of, uh, of horror-related anime. Yeah. Just gotta load even them if, up. Even if they creep into November. Just trust, trust the October's process. October's never long enough, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, next week, more spooky. More spooky stuff. Hang, hang tight for more spooky stuff, you guys. Later.